welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally, now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve, and guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hi everyone, welcome back to this podcast. This episode is a little bit personal. I always like to throw these in just to make it a little bit fun and to just see if you can relate in any way, which I'm not sure you will because this is the episode about my top three pending because sometimes I feel like I deliberately force things out of my mind because they are so mortifying. But this is the top three embarrassing moments of my life so and and then a little bit about what I learned from them so let's get started I think these moments are a little bit more recent so it might not be like my complete top three because I'm just going blank when I think about it but the first one actually happened probably I don't even know when this happened I think it was it was oh my god it was last year (laughs) Okay, so it was a midsummer's day <laughs> and okay, so let me start over. I got invited to this wedding. So it was this really big wedding, this really, really nice wedding. I was super excited about it because it was in the middle of COVID, but they were being safe and everything. And I was just, I was just excited because, you know, we were stuck inside for so long. Restrictions were starting to lift and it was a nice time to just think about getting dressed and you know doing whatever so in this particular wedding it was like a really really big wedding it had multiple different days and of course due to the COVID restrictions some of the days had to be like split up so some of the guests went to the actual wedding and then other guests went to the reception and stuff like that right so that's just the backstory I have to give you all the backstory Anyway, so I was collaborating with this company who had the most gorgeous dresses and I was just like, okay, this is the perfect time. I don't ever really dress up in like really fancy things. So this is the perfect time for me to contact them and for me to be like, let's collaborate and, you know, dress me for this wedding, right? So I went up to the company or whatever and they were like helping me choose stuff out and in my head, okay, I just want you all to know that... (laughs) I got the invitation and it was a multicultural wedding. So it was like a Hindu wedding and they had a reception after. Now, the card that I received for the wedding was a card that said reception, cocktail. It was like cocktail hour um, and then the dinners after. So in my head, I mean, in retrospect, I should have asked, but you all know where this is going. In my head, I was like, okay, for sure, it's going to be cocktail hour, we're going to get dressed, it's going to be fancy. Uh, so I was just telling the, the people at the dress company that, you know, this was the vibe that I was going for and they were picking out these absolutely gorgeous dresses, like princess dresses with like trails and like poofs. And I was like, okay, too dramatic, let's tone it down a little bit. And then they were telling me that like they knew of people who were coming to that wedding. Now, I don't know if it was the same wedding they were talking about, but at that point in time... I was asking, okay, so what kind of dresses did other people pick out? Because I wasn't sure, you know, how fancy to go or, you know, never see come see. I just didn't really know what to wear. So 
they were telling me, oh no, people picked out these nice ball gowns, these like pretty dresses, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, fine. So in the end, we settled for this gorgeous dark green sequined dress with this lace up back. Now the dress was so beautiful. It was like head to toe gorgeous, like stunning. It had a little trail. It was by far the heaviest, but most ridiculously pretty dress I have ever worn in my life. And they, we tried it on already and I was going to get like this. Oh, they also did like this. Um, Yeah, so I did a try on. So we took all these pictures and I even got like a matching sequined mask because, you know, COVID wedding. And I was just like feeling myself. And the funny thing is, like, <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. I can't deal. We were, so I was like fully like, okay, yeah, this is the dress, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to also like get my hair and makeup done. Now, the thing about me is I'm very ratchet at best. I typically am always just seen in yoga clothes and just in regular clothes. Like when I leave the house, it's just like whatever, right? I don't really care. And if I'm like going out somewhere, I always do my hair and makeup myself. Typically, I would just flat iron my hair or just kind of tie it up or braid it or just do something, right? So I never ever like actually get my makeup done. I don't know what struck me. I don't know if it was the midsummer's air. I just don't know what was striking me. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I am going to get my hair and makeup done. I'm just going to go all out. I'm just going to dress up. And then at that point in time, I'd gotten like one of my friends to go with me. So I was just there telling her, yeah, like you're my plus one. Dress up. Let's, you know, you, let's wear these pretty dresses and let's go. So we were um in the, so we were, she was getting ready and she was going to pick me up, right? So anyway, so I was doing my hair and makeup really fancy like my hair was literally in this like really nice like half up half down it was curled it was everything I was like rushing across to make my way to the makeup appointment and the girl who was there like this should have been my first sign and <laughs> she was there and she was like oh so this is no I, I brought my dress to get ready there right so anyway she did my makeup so pretty it took so long we were like oh my gosh let's get dressed I have these glass slippers I have this gorgeous dress like let's go out in your backyard before the sun goes down so it's about half five at a time and I was like let's go take some pretty pictures and she's like yeah yeah let's go so she's seen me getting dressed in the dress right and then she was just like oh this is what you wear in and I was like yeah um, and then she was like, she did somebody's hair and makeup for the wedding, that same wedding, right? So she was like books from before and she's like, she did somebody's hair and makeup, makeup, sorry, not hair. Um, she was a makeup artist and she was like, she did somebody's makeup and they were wearing like, um, they were going to the actual wedding. So the Hindu wedding, you wear like Indian or like Hindu clothes, like saris and all these different things. Right? So she, she was like, that was what they were wearing. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I was like, well, this is the reception. So they said like cocktail hour or whatever, right? So anyway, we did out in the backyard taking pictures and whatever. So like I reach home, my mother like opens the door. She's like, oh my God, you look so pretty. And I was just like clunking around in these heels, like so dramatic, like holding my trail. I had like a clutch purse. <laughs> I had like full hair makeup done. And my best friend, like one of my best friends, she call, she comes and she's like, oh yeah, she's outside. So I reach inside and she's like in this gorgeous like maroon dress. And I was like, yeah, we're like feeling ourselves, whatever, right? Anyway, so we drive in and as we were like driving down the hill to the event, right? It was so big. It had so many cars and so many different things out of the corner of my eye. So we were like, okay, let's just do a drive by and see if it have any parks, right? So out of the corner of my eye, I saw somebody like exiting the car and I saw like this bright like flash of color. So I knew it was like a sari. So I was just like, no, it didn't like trigger my mind as yet. And I was just like, oh, 
and then she was just like she just like with the board kind of started to realize at the same time and she was like what is your dress code for the, for the reception right so I was just like at that point in time I was just like it didn't dawn on me that it could have been anything else than you know regular reception wear so I was like, I don't know. So like I'm on my phone and I'm rushing to like find the invitation. And I was just like reading it over and over to see if I missed something, to see if it had any like certain type of attire. And I couldn't find anything, right? So then I called the dress company and I was like asking them, I was like, what other dresses did y'all like sell for this event? And they were just like, they, were, they didn't really say anything. They were just like, no, it's okay. Like go ahead. Like this dress will work. Mind you, the dress is like low plunge line, like full boobies, like, you know, secure in the dress but like still out there and then the dress like goes all the way down to like my very very back so my whole back is exposed or whatever right so I just started to get like this bad feeling like creeping over me so at this point in time I'm trying to desperately think of like who I know in the wedding to like message them obviously I wasn't going to contact the bride because I was just like this is ridiculous like (laughs) what am I doing so my friend now she's like we need to pull aside we need to pull aside and like watch what people wearing so like we pulled aside and we were like seeing people exiting their cars and like saris and like all of these like ridiculously nice like Indian wear, like full covered Indian wear. And I was just like, my heart started to like beat a little bit faster. And I was just like, okay, this is not happening. And then I was just trying to see like who I could call. I was calling like um, people that I knew and they were like not picking up. So then I called the guy who was doing my, who did my hair because I knew that he was doing the groom's side of the family. So I called him and I was just like, you need to like go outside. And he was like, he's in this next room. He can't see like what people in the wedding are wearing. So I was like, you need to go outside right now. You need to like peek. You need to see, like, tell me what everybody's wearing. He was like, everybody's sitting down around these like huge tables and they're all in like full covered Indian wear. And I was just like, is anybody else in regular clothes like is anybody wearing a dress and he was like no babe I'm so sorry like nobody's wearing anything and I was just like this is so mortifying and like by this time I had posted up a ton of pictures yeah let's go to the wedding I'd posted on my social media I was like wearing a dress I was like taking pictures you know tagging a company like phones in my hair and makeup being like I'm gonna step out and at the wedding and lo and behold like we are there sitting in a car park like debating like what do we do so like at this point in time I was just like oh my god should I like go home and change into Indian wear I have no Indian wear just by the way and my friend is like no maybe we could still go in but she could have gotten away with it because she was wearing like this dress but it was like fully covered so it was looking still like if it could have kind of passed off and she had this really nice statement necklace so it's kind of like you know still covered I am there in this ridiculously heavy expensive emerald green dress with this long trail and this low back line and I was just like there's no way in hell I'm walking into this wedding because like I am just mortified at best that we had to like crawl back in the car and just basically hide because like I am not the one to like cause a scene like I was not for the life of me going to walk in to that wedding looking like that especially if everybody was like sitting down so what had happened was that they had the wedding which was a Hindu wedding in the temple so people are wearing like full temple clothes like just so pretty and I was just there in this like cocktail, super sexy, long trailing dress. And I got invited to reception, which I mean, the thing is like, it should have like, like had some sort of like, oh, uh, I should have known that like to ask somebody, but I didn't because I just assumed, which was wrong on my part, obviously. But um, anyway, so I literally was so embarrassed. Like I still had to like 
tell my mom that, oh yeah, I was at the wedding or whatever, because I just, she saw me looking like so good. I just had to be like, yes, I'm at the wedding, you know, but meanwhile, me and my friend were like, we pull aside, we went to like another friend's house and we were just there in these two gowns, like fools. We were trying to like sit down and find like a live recording of the wedding because they were, they were airing it live, I think, like with a link. So we were sitting down trying to type it in. We were like, everybody grab your laptops. We need to see uh, what people are wearing and it turns out everybody was really in Indian wear. I think like in the next few days or whatever that passed, um, some people that I knew from the wedding were like messaging me and they were like, oh, they didn't see me, right? And I was just like, they, I told them like briefly like, what happened and they told me I, I still could have gone into the wedding and that like one or two people were still wearing like British wear or like regular dresses, but there was no way in hell I was going to do that. I mean, the real embarrassing part of the story would have been if I actually walked in and all the tanties and everybody was just staring at me, but I didn't make it that far. So all in all, we ended up just changing our clothes and just going up by another friend and just kind of relaxing there. And I was just there in like a regular dress with like full hair and makeup. And we just ended up having a really nice sleepover and just laughing it off. But this will definitely go down in my list of most embarrassing moments because everybody on Instagram or like everybody who I told I was going to the wedding thought that I was like front and center in this wedding in this gorgeous dress. And I just made sure that I took all of the pictures that I needed to for the brand because they did give me the dress to wear and it was sad that like nobody actually got to see it in action but there was no way in hell I was going to enter that wedding. So that is my first embarrassing story. I think the lesson learned here is A, just find out what your dress code is before you go somewhere because that is like the most mortifying part. Like I just feel like if we did not see that person's sorry exiting the front door um, I would have probably answered and I would have probably, this story would have probably been like the top number one of my embarrassing stories because I'm just like not the one to cause a scene and for everybody to be thinking that I deliberately like dress like this to like steal away the attention or anything that is far from. So I ended up just not going because I was mortified and I just didn't want any attention on that whatsoever. So that is the first story of my most embarrassing moments. I don't know if you'll have any moments like this, if you wore something inappropriate, so if you were I don't know, at a particular point where you were like dressed completely differently um, from everybody else who was there. But anyway, I just like sent all my well wishes and it's so funny because I never actually told this story. Like this is the first time I'm telling it and I think this was exact like almost a year ago, like not not even 2021, it was 2020 because we're in 2022 now. I didn't tell this story. So everybody on my Instagram were probably just like, wow, like she enjoyed the party so much. She didn't take any pictures inside. So anyway, if you remember this dress from last year, message me, DM me and tell me if you remember it because I posted a lot of stories and pictures and videos in this emerald green dress and I never ended up going anywhere other than the backyard. So that is my story number one. And the lesson learned from it, of course, check your dress code and try not to be dramatically dressed for an event if you're really not sure about the dress code. Okay, so let us begin the second most embarrassing story. So this one happened very recently and it was just, <laughs> I was just cringing. It was just such a weird thing because I was just, okay, let me just get right into it because don't even make sense beating around the bush because I'm going to, you know, say it. So anyway, I had this friend who we were friends for a really long time and very recently, um, I don't even know what happened, but she just kind of fell off the wagon and like stopped talking to me or was just doing things to kind of hint that, you know, she was 
you know, not fr- on that friendly terms anymore. And I don't, I don't understand up to now. I don't even question it because I just know that, you know, I'm not about drama or not about anything like that. And I think she knows that about me, which I think why I feel like this whole situation just didn't make any sense. But anyway, the backstory is that we weren't on speaking terms or just something was weird about how she was moving towards me. And that is the backstory. So anyway, we weren't on speaking terms. Just (laughs) remember that, right? So anyway, so at this point in time, I'm like home in my house, whatever. And I did not know why this person was like not speaking to me again or why she was moving really distant, really weird. And she was actually like out of the country. And at this point in time, she had come back into the country, but I didn't even know, like to tell you how weird it is, I didn't even know that she was back in the country. But anyway, she came to the country, whatever. And she came, I think that night to drop something off or to just see something else, but she didn't come to me. So that was the point of the story. She didn't come to me. She was just there in the house, but she was not directly there to speak to me or to do anything, right? So I had finished a Zoom class downstairs in my little studio and I'd come upstairs and I think the day before I had found out that she'd come back to the country and I was just like, okay, that's really weird. I was, I think, really hurt by it because I feel like we were so close. We would talk so much and I just don't know what happened. And to be honest, I'm going to be 100% honest here. I actually don't even like care anymore. Like, yes, it is hurtful. But at the end of the day, like, I just am not about those vibes, like especially at this stage in my life. I'm just not about it at all. I have my very close circle of friends and people who are 100% there for me. So at this point in time, I was just like, okay, whatever. I come upstairs or whatever. And I I, see, I think I'm saying whatever like a million times because it's probably just so uncomfortable for me to talk about. But anyway, I was going to take a shower and then through the little like archway in my house, I think I saw her there. So I was like, okay, wow, she's here. But she's probably not gonna tell me hi because I mean she didn't even tell me that she had come back to the country so anyway at that point in time I was going over to somebody else's house right so they were picking me up so where this girl was standing she was standing like in the front of my house like where my keys and everything were right so I had to pass which was so awkward like so awkward because I just hate drama I don't even mention any kind of drama like on my stories or just in on social media in general so worse yet in real life I just hate confrontation I hate drama so I took a shower and I was just telling my friend I was like oh my gosh should I pass downstairs like I just don't want to make it awkward I don't know what's going on I just really had no idea so she was telling me no just like brace it just go in front whatever grab your keys and just leave right so anyway my friend was like okay um just do it so there was no one picking me up was outside the house and they were just like okay they're outside so I was like okay I am gonna grab my stuff and just make a beeline towards my keys and just exit through the front door right if she like looks in my direction I'll just be like hi or whatever but I really just don't like these situations like it actually makes me so uncomfortable talking about it right now because I honestly just don't know what was going on so I just walked really fast I made sure that they were like outside the gate waiting for me and I was just like okay time to go so I was just making this beeline like straight towards the gallery area which is where like I had like my shoes my keys whatever anyway I was just I passed by the table and she was there and I just kind of tried to avoid the situation but I kind of I was putting on my mask and I kind of just like she looked at me and I was just like hi I just kind of murmured something because like it was just so uncomfortable 
And I just grabbed my stuff and just left. I don't even think like I even turned back. I just kind of grabbed everything and left, right? So anyway, lo and behold, I am at this next location, whatever, and I didn't check my phone. So this was about like seven o'clock, right? At about 10, 30 or 11, I was just like, okay, well, let me, it's time to go back home. Like maybe they, they left and I was just like, okay, I'll go back home. So I picked up my phone and I just saw like these messages coming in from my mom. So I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> So then, <laughs> at this point in time, my saw this message coming in from my mom and she was just like, hello. <laughs> and she's like, you're gone with the girl slipper <laughs> and you just walk out the front door. So in slow motion, I am like turning towards the door where I left my slipper or so I thought looking down i'm actually like prickling right now i'm so uncomfortable i look down lo and behold i kid you not we had the exact same slippers it was like one of those like slip-on ones that you get like that everybody has and it has like the back piece and a small band in front and it was black right and on further inspection i started it was like slow motion i read over her message and she was like you're going with the girl's slippers and you walk out the house right so i was just like looking down at the slippers and then it was just like oh my god oh my god, I realized that hers was a little bit newer. But the thing is, like, I didn't even look down at the shoes that I was picking up because I was in such a rush to get out of the uncomfortable situation that I just grabbed the shoes and we have this little cabinet in front as soon as you walk in the house, right? So there's this cabinet and then if I'm rushing from somewhere, I would just leave my shoes outside of the cabinet instead of putting it back, right? So... That day, that very day, I had used those same black sandals. I don't know why the universe is like this. I used these same black sandals. And instead of putting it back in the cupboard, which my mother would soon scold me for, and she would be like, that's what we have the cupboard for. I had put my, I thought that I had put my slippers outside because I was in a rush. But in reality, I had put mine in the cupboard. I didn't know that because sometimes it happens just automatically. You just kind of pull down the drawer of the cupboard and shove in your shoes, right? Anyway, so I'm just there watching it and I, my heart was just like pounding and I just slow motion was just like, oh my God. I, and remember in this point in time, I did not have my phone on me, right? I didn't check it for like three hours. And I was just like, oh my God, I took her shoes and I was just like dying. Like every single time we were just like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I was just like, my face was like, red and I was just like laughing like on the ground in between like laughing it's such a cry and hysteric because I was just like this is not happening this is so embarrassing like after all of this drama to like not even have the girl talk it to me for whatever reason I still don't know to this day but to like be in such a rush to get out of the house that I accidentally like took off slippers <laughs> like did not even check my phone until like three hours after oh my gosh, I'm so dead. And then we were just like driving. I was just like, hurry up, like drive me home. Like, I don't know if they were still there. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, please God, let them not be there because it would just be so embarrassing to just like come upstairs and just be like, hey, look, you slipper. <laughs> so I was just like, palm sweating. I like messaged my brother and I was just like, oh my God, like what is happening? And he was just recounting the whole story for me. And he was telling me that in slow motion when the girl was ready to leave. She was just like looking for her shoes, right? <laughs> she like couldn't find it. <laughs> she like couldn't find it. So like the whole house was looking for her shoes. I was looking for this poor girl's shoes and they like could not find it at all, right? <laughs> and then 
like in slow motion they opened the cupboard and they found my shoes and they were like asking her if like that was hers and she was like no but it was identical like i kid you not like i promise you my podcast like this was not deliberate like my shoes were inside and then they pull it out and they were like oh my god she gone with your shoes like and it was just making me look like this villain <laughs> like just stole a shoe and ran away into the darkness of the night but i swear to you like this was not what happened and like apparently my brother was like recounting his story so dramatically he was like on the floor and he was like oh everybody was looking for the shoe and then they realized that like you had the same one the same one in the cupboard and they were just like oh my god paris thief the shoe and then the poor girl was just like oh god like she do it for spite and like they were just like hysterically laughing and then apparently they tried to offer the girl my shoe which was the exact same shoe just a little bit like dingy oh god forgive me and then apparently the girl was just like no she she was like she's not like that she's gonna just like walk out of the house barefoot and like i'm just there like mortified like picturing this girl like exiting my house barefoot and like walking to the car which is like parked in the street and i was mortified beyond and i just like came upstairs and like i could not believe that this was happening to me that like in in the midst of like all of that i just thieved the girl's shoe and like left and then like had all of this drama and i just like came back home and just gently like put the shoes down and it was just retreated to my room to die of mortification and embarrassment because i could not believe that this was happening to me and uh, uh, i can't believe it like i just like think about it and i still cringe and then apparently like she never even got the shoe because she like left the country the next day and like so she just went back like shoeless and apparently that was the only shoe that she had so well i don't know if that was the only shoe that she had but my mom was saying like you know next thing that was the only shoe she came to the country with and like she had to go back shoeless and i was just so mortified and i just like did not know how to approach the situation so i didn't say anything and then my mom kept like saying you need to apologize you need to message her and i was like well i don't even know what's going on like it's just so weird she just didn't talk to me and you know all these different things and like i just hate any kind of conversation but in the end i just messaged her and i just texted her and i was just like i'm sorry i didn't mean to take these shoes it was an accident like and i could not believe i was typing this and she just replied after a while and was just like no it's okay and then that was pretty much the end of it um but yeah i'm basically choking on my own laughter right now but yeah that was the end of it and it seriously goes down in my most embarrassing moments because like i just was just so confused by the whole situation I didn't know what was going on and then to thief the shoe and then like to have them thinking that I deliberately thiefed the shoe for spite was just ridiculous to me but that is my second story and the lesson from that is of course to just make sure that you don't take other people's things when you leave any house especially if you're not on good terms with them because that is just mortifying at best. <laughs> Okay, so this episode is going a little bit longer than I anticipated, but I still have to give you all the last story, which is really super cringe. Like, I don't even know if I should even be given this story in this podcast episode, but this is my last embarrassing moment, well, that I could think of, but it really was cringe. So if you all are ready to cringe with me, then here goes. Okay, ouch, I just like knocked my headphones out of embarrassment. Okay, so this story is a little bit more super personal so that's why i left it to the end if you made it to here then you're gonna hear it (laughs) okay so i was this was a few years ago i was single and i was dating this guy at that point in time and we were just having fun we were like going out we were hanging out we were going to clubs we were going back to his place and all of these you know different things and anyway so that's just the backstory i have to give you all the backstory first Anyway, I'll fast forward the story a little bit here. So 
I was at the gynecologist and I was going to my regular pap smear and at this point in time I asked for a full panel so I always love to get tested especially if I'm seeing somebody new or you know I just feel like I need to get tested and make sure that everything's good so I was just like okay yeah let's just get swabbed let's get tested and if you all listen to this please go get tested and like please make sure that you are practicing safe sex and doing everything um to protect yourself and your health anyway so I'm just there whatever and I was just like yeah casually just swab or whatever and anyway so days passed and I, I remember this moment so clearly I was at this restaurant and I got a call no actually it was a text I got a text from my gynecologist and he was just like he needs to talk to me so I was just like okay and at, at that point in time my heart is pounding because I'm just like oh my gosh like, is it something with my test results like is it something with my pap smear and I was freaking out so I like I left and I went into the bathroom of the restaurant because I was just I'm really scared about these things like it just freaks me out health related things so I went to the bathroom and he was just like, he needs to talk to me. And I was just like, okay. And then he sends this PDF of like my results. So I was looking at this and obviously I'm not a doctor. I do have a background in like, you know, science. But like at this point in time, he was just like, this showed up on my swab. So I was just like, what the F is this? So he was like, he needs to, like, he needs to call, right? So I was just like, okay, just not, just not. So I'm just there, like, taking, like, what showed up on his swab, and I was Googling it, right? So I pressed it, and I Googled it, right? <laughs> I can't tell the story. I need to end this podcast. And what showed up was this, like, thing that only shows up in dogs, right? So... My jaw was like on the floor and I was like, there has to be like some kind of mistake, right? So next thing you know, the gynecologist is like calling me and he was just like, you know, like they showed up on a swab, like maybe it's an error because sometimes that the people take like vet samples or whatever and like maybe something is like off and at this point in time, the place is closed, right? So I can't get any, um, I can't get any test redone or whatever. And at this point in time, I'm like freaking out, right? So the doctor is like, what, like on the phone and I was just like, thinking in my head like I wonder if he's thinking that like something is wrong with me like because what showed up on my swab was something that only shows up like in dogs so only dogs have like I don't know like it was a bacteria like something that was completely totally off showed up in my swab and I was just like what the f is this right now at this point in time like in this backstory the guy that I was dating he had this dog right and like the dog at that point in time like the whole thing was just a series of coincidences that just made me and my overthinking self freak out so this dog was sick and I was just like oh my god like what do I do like do I tell this guy that like something showed up on my swab or you know what is happening like what is going on and I was like freaking out because I was just like something is wrong with me and I didn't even want to like wait to see if I got like re-swab like I was already thinking that I was basically diagnosed with dog <laughs> it's what I was like thinking that something's wrong with me and I was just sitting on there thinking oh my god like putting random things together like oh my god maybe the dog was sick and then maybe we were like because I remember like that like one of the nights that we hung out I actually when I played with the dog and I was just thinking oh my god did I wash my hands like did something happen like you know when we were together that night like how is it that I'm diagnosed with dog like does the dog have a disease like do I have this rare disease and the whole time like I literally spend the entire weekend googling this 
bacteria and then it literally like <laughs> like worldwide there was no incidence of this bacteria being reported in humans and then the doctor literally like texted me and was just like mom <laughs> mom never in my life have I seen this show up and I was like squatting balls like oh my gosh like what do I do so like I'm out there just like literally like two o'clock in the morning can't sleep can't eat can't do anything like I only told my best friend and I was just telling her I was like I'm diagnosed with dog like I don't know what's gonna happen like I have this dog disease in me and like literally my vag by the way my vag was fine but I was just like something is going on and she was just like, oh my God, like, I don't know what to tell you. You should have washed your hands, like, <laughs> after you played with the dog. And I was like, no, no, like, this is not happening to me. There must be some instance of, like, people playing with dogs and not washing their hands and then, like, fooling around. Like, there must be some instance. And I was just there doing, like, deep research, checking all these things and, like, thinking, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm never going to be the same again. Like, I'm going to have to tell everybody that I have this dog disease, this dog disease that is unheard of in humans. And I was Googling and they were like, this disease literally can only be found in dogs and I was like looking over my swab and like my lab results and they were like no your results came back like from your swab of the vag that there is dog bacteria and I was like no like this is not happening to me and I literally was just like okay should I get re-swabbed or should I well the doctor obviously was like come in and re-swab it has to be a mistake but I was just there thinking oh my god I need to find out like what bacteria like or what like what why was the guy that I was dating like why his dog was sick so I was like should I tell him should I not tell him because this is mortifying so I literally was just like I chose the deep way of telling so I just texted this guy like three o'clock in the morning just being like you need to tell me right now like I'm crying at this point you need to tell me like what like what does your dog have like why is your dog sick and he's just there like oh god it's just like the dog's just regular sick like we'll have to call the vet to find out and I was like you need to find out right now like three o'clock in the morning like you need to find out like what the dog has because something weird showed up on my test results and at this point in time the guy is probably just like what is going on with this crazy girl like she's seen like asking about like her dog like his dog and then just seeing that I was diagnosed with some kind of dog and this was just going on and on and on and the poor guy was just like well he don't know what it is and I was like is it this bacteria like <laughs> threatening to just be like I don't know how this is happening but meanwhile obviously it was just mortifying because I was just mortified a because the doctor was just looking at me like never in my wildest dreams have I seen this and he was like why is it always every time you come is like some kind of drama because I mean the last time I went to this gynecologist we had to do like a pee pee in a cup just test and I think I went through like two or three of the cups because every time I went to the bathroom, I was doing a pack of crap. Like one time I tried to pee, I peed in the cup and then I dropped the cup in the toilet. So like he's just known to like deal with these, like the amount of crap that goes on. So he was just saying like looking at me and I was like, oh my God, is he looking at me in a weird way? Like I'm just this crazy person who have this dog disease. And then I was mortified because like, I don't know why I went and opened my mouth and I told the guy and he was just looking at me like, what the hell? Like this girl have some kind of disease and all this time I should have just waited until the next week to get re-swabbed which by the way if you're listening to this no I was not diagnosed with dog I went and I got re-swabbed and everything was fine it was a mix-up because the samples that were taken to the lab like that lab also does like vet samples as well so I did not have the <laughs> 
upon noon dog disease in my vag it was completely normal and completely fine and i felt so mortified because i just felt like the doctor was just like what what the f and then i just felt like the guy was just probably like okay hell no and by the way that was the last time that i ever saw the guy like went up just not seeing each other after that and obviously i don't blame him like the dog disease was just like terrible and it was just like we were just dating i think we had only been on like a few days before but after that like there was no going back because i basically told him i was diagnosed with dog and i was basically like blaming his dog and his you know um his that whole, what everything that happened that night basically blaming it on him and his dog that i was diagnosed with this but anyway in the end it was a mistake and i got swabbed and the vag was fine and everything was fine and the lesson i learned from that is just please wash your hands practice safe everything go and get tested and just don't end up like me googling if i have if i'm diagnosed with dog disease in the middle of the night and just having everybody freak out over this so that is my last embarrassing story i don't know if you all could relate to any of these but please if you have any embarrassing stories send them to me or just tell me <laughs> just give me some hope that you know these things also happen to y'all as well because i'm just dead at this whole episode but anyway that is it for this episode on my top three so far embarrassing moments i hope that you all enjoyed it maybe got a good laugh from it or a good cringe and yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon don't worry we'll talk about something more productive so bye if you love this podcast let's be bffs you can dm me at the paris james on instagram don't forget to subscribe download your favorite episodes and leave us a review and if you have a topic you want to hear about next feel free to comment and let me know until then talk soon